Hi, good afternoon and welcome to the School of Serenity. We have a great show for you today. We are being broadcast by the Path to Serenity and 4M TV. I am your host, Kara Keem, and I am a Reiki master, a psychotherapist, and an author. I have a private practice helping to empower women, guiding them to listen to the voice of their intuition. I'm excited for our show today. We're going to be talking about a book, The Path of Oneness. Please welcome our guest, Ellen Feldman. She was a lawyer and went through a major transformation, turned psychotherapist and author, and has had a profound journey. She now has a private practice working with clients in her psychotherapy practice. So thank you so much for joining us here today. It is such a pleasure to be here with you, Kara. I love your book. I love your social media presence. And it's such a pleasure to speak with you and your audience today. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, meeting you was one of those synchronistic moments where we had been on such powerful journeys of transformation and we just had a soul recognition with each other. Oh, that's so beautifully said, my soul sister. <laughs> yes, yes, I love it. So tell us, how did you your unfolding happen? This path from this lawyer and this one sort of direction you're going in. And then I remember it was when you were losing your job, your boss said to you as part of the intro of your book, follow your dreams. What are your passions? You had already brought up being a therapist before and that being a desire, right? Yeah. So before I was a lawyer, I was actually in medical school and then in health policy. So it it was actually like quite an involved journey of trying to find my path to joy. Mm -hmm. Um, And it was so impacted by my mother dying when I was 20 years old. It was a very transformative time for me. I went from being very atheistic to as my mother talked about finding God inside of her to questioning, you know, what does spirit, what does God, what is something higher, whatever name we want to give it, the universe, God, you know, what does, what does that look like in my life? And so a a fledgling relationship with God formed for me while my mother was dying. And, and that when she died, it really awakened in me a desire to help people in a way that I I couldn't help my mother. So that's why I went to medical school. And it just wasn't right for me. It just felt so wrong. I felt like an alien that had landed. And I I did fine, but it, it, you know, it just wasn't right for me. And then, then, then law was the same. It was much the same. It was intellectually stimulating, but I felt such a disconnect from this this um, wellspring inside of me that screamed, I should be helping people. I should yeah. be helping people in a way that this doesn't allow me to. Right. And yeah. And then and then circumstances led me down a path that that I believe is is the path that I'm I'm, I'm intended to walk, which is to going back to school after my second child and and becoming a, a psychotherapist. Yes, yes, which has been such a profound journey for you. I was reading about in your book. I mean, you really feel like this is your soul aligned path and this is what you came here to do. I feel, well, yes, not maybe. Yes, yes, Yes. and. It's a yes, and. Yes, Yes. Yes, and. So being, being a psychotherapist and helping people to learn to love themselves and helping people to transform their lives and their relationships 
including to themselves, is, is absolutely um, one of the ways I think I'm meant to serve. In 2018, I went from being a deeply intuitive person to being clear audience, which means that I hear messages from God inside of myself. And, And so that sort of led into the writing of my book, A Path of Oneness. A Path of Oneness is a channeled book. I sat down and I received guidance that it was time to write a book. And I sat down on my laptop. And over the course of one week, a book just came flying out of wow. onto the onto the keyboard that is so so powerful what a journey and so my book it was a little different I, I i do feel so as channeled through me but it definitely was not in one week and can you share what the difference is between intuition and clear audio is there a distinction there well, intuition, clairsentience is when you have a knowing and we all have we all have access to that knowing inside of us. You know, when there's it's not from our think there's a knowing that doesn't emanate from our thinking brain. When there's a knowing that comes from a deep place in our guts, right? A deep place yes. from somewhere inside of us. So that would be, you know, the intuitive part of me. But but there are other things that come to me. There are, in my psychotherapy work, mm-hmm. I receive messages from people's ascended masters, from archangels, from Jesus. I say that as a Jew, but I communicate yes. with Jesus and, and other celestial beings. Uh, I, receive, I receive downloads of messages yes. for people That's- from deceased loved ones, my own deceased loved ones, from others' deceased loved ones. Wow. Wow. That is just incredible. That is incredible. And, you know, I think it's interesting. I think Jesus and Muhammad and Buddha, I think all of the guides are accessible to all of us, you know? So I'm curious what you think, right? And, and they're not specific to religion. They're all just these, these archetypes that are here to teach us and guide us. And so I love how you said Jesus as a Jew, you know, I love that you can still have that relationship because I believe that we do have that relationship with all of the the profound masters. I will say that when I tune into Jesus, I experience uh, a love. There, there is a quality of love that I experience when I tune into messages from Jesus um, that come through me that is unparalleled to anything else I've experienced. And it's yeah. not a religious experience. No. No. It's very much a universal and universally available experience. Yeah. So yes. yes, I believe I'm here to be a psychotherapist, but I also believe I'm here to communicate messages as are you, as are we all, you know, yes. that, that come to me, um, that come to me to be shared. And the message of oneness that is my book, uh, a oneness of universal energy that we are all a part of, even right. though we appear to be separate. We are all a part of one universal energy and that unifying idea can be transformative when we when we walk a path that's in alignment with that with that idea. So I also think I'm here to communicate this message to the world. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And what a powerful, powerful message. And I love how you went from, you know, not having any sense of religion at all before your mother's death to now being a channel. I mean, what a profound transformation and shift that is. Do you believe 
that we all have this ability to connect on these deeper planes. It is not only a belief, it is it is in my book. It, there's an entire chapter on, on speaking to God. And I use, again, I use the name God, but I'm referring to whatever you, to source, to the universe, to spirit, right. to whatever language resonates, you know, for, for each individual person, meaning the totality of energy in the universe, what, where, yes. where we come from and to which we return. Yes, yes, um, it's all source, whatever we want to call that. It's it's all source. It's all us. And and so do I believe that everybody has the ability to tune into the love that is available that is our birthright? Absolutely. Do I believe that we all have the ability mm -hmm. to tune into the guidance that is available to us? Yes. Everyone yes. out there has a team of guides. An entire yes. team. We spend one of the greatest epidemics in our in our society is loneliness, is isolation. And yes. if only we could know that beyond that which is visible, there is no such thing as being alone. Right. No such thing. We we would we would walk through life differently if everybody if everybody tuned into this knowledge. Oh, I believe that so strongly. I do. I believe so strongly. We have our guides, we have our team, we have our allies on the other side, and they're always there and accessible to us. And I'm, I'm just scratching the surface with that. You know, that's something I'm, I'm coming into. I consider myself to be very, very intuitive, uh, but you've sort of are on this different level. And people talk about intuitives and empaths and different people who are sort of channeled. You know, we have people who are able to communicate beyond the veil. So you think that it's not that some of us are born with these special gifts, but we all have the ability. It's just tapping into it like you've done. It is just tapping into it exactly yeah. as you said. It's um, it's raising our vibration so that we are yes. more energetically open to these experiences. Right. I couldn't hear these messages until the day that I could. Yes, yes. It yes. was not something that I was born with. It was something. It was something that that was that came to me, you know, in my forties, uh, mm -hmm. along along my path. And do I think that everybody has the capacity to open themselves to receiving these messages? Absolutely. Will it come as a uh, an audible message to everybody? No. It right. may come as as a, as a knowing. It may come right. as a visual message. It may yeah. come through any number of signs, you know, looking at the clock and seeing repeating numbers, turning yes. on the radio and hearing a message that is so directly targeted at you just when you need it, yes. tuning into Instagram and seeing the message that you need exactly when you need it. You know, these mm -hmm. are all messages that come to us. I happen to receive messages in the way that I do, but everybody is being inundated with messages and signs. Of, yes. of love and connection and guidance all the time. Yes, I believe it. I mean, so strongly. And I have had these moments and experiences. I know this is so true. And it's so interesting because you and I as therapists, this is not a part of our the traditional schooling and work that we went through. And so how, how do you blend this gift and this beautiful connection 
with traditional psychotherapy. You know, that's it's an interesting thing because I think it's just an interesting dichotomy there. I don't see it as a dichotomy. I see it as, you know, the spirituality isn't this thing in my life that is is a distinct slice of pie. It's right. the platform upon which everything in my life is built. Yes. So yes. everything that I do in psychotherapy, I see having spiritual roots, even when my client yes. isn't receiving it as a spiritual message. Yes. yes, yes, absolutely. And I fully understand that. And that makes so much sense. It's It's a way of life. Spirituality is a way of life. And so it's a part of everything that you're doing. Um, yes. And, you know, with traditional psychotherapy, this the language isn't really there. Do you bring some of the spiritual language into your sessions? I most certainly do. And sometimes yeah. I give a, a sorry, not sorry, you know, yes. for, for being so spiritual. Um, and other times and other times my clients are just hungry to receive yes. these messages of spirituality. There is inside of all of us, you know, whether we've awakened to it or not, I believe it's a matter of time until we will all awaken to, you know, the idea that there is more, there is, there is just more. more of, and it's not for the purpose of solving a problem. It's for the purpose of going higher and higher and higher in our lives. Yes, yes, absolutely, absolutely. And I think psychotherapy, psychology is catching up because we now have different branches like transpersonal psychology that does incorporate spirituality. But traditionally, it has been not a part of the picture. And when I do referrals uh, calls with people, I say during that 15-minute consult, I talk about spirituality. Is this part of your language? Is this something you're comfortable with? I just want you to know that that is something that I incorporate into our sessions. And so I let them know in advance. And like you said, some people are so, so hungry for it, but it is not a space that everybody is currently operating from. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. But if, yeah. if you even open somebody's minds to a concept like gratitude, you know, to me, gratitude is is really at the at the core of what spirituality is in my life but it is a concept that can be digested by somebody who is a self-declared you know non-spiritual person and right. so if you can plant seeds of ideas that open somebody to a higher vibrational experience even if they don't believe in energy <laughs> Yes. <laughs> have no orientation to the fact that they have a vibration. If you can raise somebody's yes. vibration by altering their, their life perspective out of a victim mm. mentality into a, a mentality of, of gratitude, you have transformed that person. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. I, and that's huge. That's huge. And I think we are going to be incorporating more and more spirituality into everything as we, you know, transform and we continue down this path that we're all on and also into psychotherapy. I mean, you must know Doreen Virtue. I don't. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Speaking to you reminds me of, of her essence. Like I, so she is fascinating. She has her PhD and she's a psychologist and has her PhD and she communicates with the angel realms. 
and she's oh. been on Oprah and all these talk oh. shows and she has angel tarot decks and different card sets. And, and so it's, she's the first person I had ever learned about that was a, a therapist and communicating with realms, you know, beyond us. And so oh, I believe, you know, you're on this path too. I'll send you some of her stuff. You'd love her work. You're on this path oh. too. You're only the second person I've come across. Oh. <laughs> only the second. But I believe that this is going to be a path in the future. I really do. I think this is going to be more common than just two people out there who are therapists and communicating beyond the veil. I think that we're going to really see as we raise our consciousness as a planet, this is more of a trend. I think it has to be. I have to be honest, because if yes. you're only in the spiritual, I mean, I think everything is spiritual, but if you're only in the spiritual realm, I don't know if you've ever heard the term spiritual bypass. Yeah. You know, if we, if we put like a lovely crystal sticker over everything yeah. and everything is, is kumbaya, then we're missing the fact that we are incarnated for a yes. reason. We are here to walk a human path and to have a human experience. And we are meant to process and grow from our real, very real human pain. So I do think that the psychotherapy, you know, the more mainstream approaches to psychotherapy are essential. I will never, I will never give that up, but right. bringing in the spiritual creates this holistic, just this gorgeous holistic approach that, that encompasses the totality of, of what we are. Yes, yes, it does. It absolutely does. And, and that's what's so profound. When we can look at trauma and look at pain for what it is in the human experience and process that, and then also bring in the spiritual perspective, I mean, it's just so much more powerful. Yeah, it I has couldn't agree more. You know, because we've got, we can't spiritually bypass, like we are humans and it is painful and there is trauma and that is all real. And I mean, we come here with these life contracts for our soul evolution and our soul growth. And that's a big missing part of traditional therapy, I think. It so absolutely blending is. It. I don't know if you've read the book. I'm so sorry. Oh. I think we have a lag. <laughs> We have a little lag. Go on, go on. What were you going to say? The book? There's a book called Many Lives, Many Masters, which which I highly recommend to our readers because it transformed me when I was early on in my spiritual journey. It's all about a psychiatrist who uh, was doing a, a regression with a client to try and find the source of phobias. And instead he found all this like treasure trove of information about her past lives yes. and regression after regression after regression she would go into different dialects and different languages and then in between describing lives these masters these ascended masters would come through and describe yes. what the lessons were she was supposed to get from from those lives it's it's a brilliant book and and gets at the idea that there's so much more than what we are taught in Western culture that is a part of who we are. Yes, yes, absolutely. And, and it's, it's just so profound to wake up to that and to understand that there is just so much more. And I think it really transforms the path to healing. Oh, 
I, I couldn't agree more. I mean, healing, healing is the first stage, but then we transcend healing into just limitless growth, limitless, limitless growth. And, and that's, that's what I experience with, you know, because of this relationship that I have with the divine, these messages that come to me that make me feel like I'm doing a master's degree in, mm -hmm. in spirituality inside of myself. I receive messages about love, about forgiveness, about trust, and most of all about oneness wow. inside of myself. And it's, yeah. I'm, I'm in continuous communication with, with, uh, with my ascended masters, with, with source. Wow. Wow. That is just so powerful. That is so powerful. So what would you share with our audience about anyone who's curious about bringing spirituality more into their life? How can they start? What's a baby step they could tap into and start opening up to, to be more in alignment with the Ascended Masters and, and guides in their life? So I think a baby step is letting go of the idea that it needs to look like something particular. That's I'll, I'll go into what they can proactively do, right. but but I think letting go of the idea that that tuning into spirits needs to look or sound like something particular, and just being open-minded, mm. stepping into one of my favorite words of surrender, just surrendering into into an openness to receive. Right. The more we are open to receive, the more we receive through the law of attraction, the more we are, we sit in an energy, really, the more we sit in an energy of gratitude for what is here right now, the more we sit in an energy of abundance. And the more we sit in an energy of abundance, the more abundance can be drawn to us through the law of attraction. I am not speaking about money. I'm speaking about abundance as the totality of goodness available to us. The messages of guidance that are available to us are abundance. Right. And so looking at what is here right now, wherever you're at on your spiritual journey as abundant is the number one piece of advice I can give. And I elaborate on that concept in my book, A Path of Oneness. Yes. So... I highly, I highly recommend reading it. And I'm not saying that because I wrote it. I received it. I received it and I shared it. And, yes. and the concept of, of using gratitude as the window into accessing more is so mm. profound, so important. So mm. what can that look like? First of all, asking yourself, where in my life am I telling myself a victim story? A mm. victim story sounds like, it is so unfair that it yes. is just wrong that yes. it should never be that yes. it is not to deny that there are people who are listening to to this beautiful show that are enduring significantly painful circumstances and i am not meaning to railroad over their pain by yes. saying that they should step out of victim stories if they yes. are experiencing painful circumstances then they should quite the opposite, see themselves as the creator in their life and drive their life forward in a new direction. Right. But right. starting point for doing that, the starting point, the best starting point for doing that is stepping out of the victim story that you're attaching to the experience and mm -hmm. stepping into instead a gratitude story. A gratitude story does not mean I like 
that I am in a bad marriage. It does not mean I like that I am unemployed, that I am suffering from this illness. It does not mean enjoyment of the experience. We don't need to like something to be grateful for it. Right. We can step into a space of seeing all of our life experiences as part of the miracle of being alive. Right, right. Yes, yes. And that is such a good distinction because I do think some people say, oh, well, why would I be grateful for this? This is awful, right? And I think that's an important distinction. Um, Matt Kahn, do you know who he is? Yes. Have you heard of him? He has that YouTube video. Yes, he has that YouTube video where he says, sometimes we just can't be grateful because it's so hard and we're so spun out. But if we can anchor in the frequency of, I wish I could be grateful for my life. I wish I could be grateful for, you know, what I have, you know, just starting small, even that anchors the frequency to start drawing, you know, abundance because his is indirect manifestation through, through gratitude. And there is, there's a powerful piece here that comes with gratitude and transforming our lives. But I think people often say, what, why would I be grateful? This is a horrible situation when they're well, suffering. There's an, there's an important distinction between being grateful for reasons, finding yeah. reasons to be grateful. And, and I do encourage people to be grateful for lots of reasons. I, every single night I have a gratitude practice with my daughter. We go through three reasons that we're grateful for our day. And there's, there's a beauty to that. There is a different kind of gratitude. And that's unconditional gratitude, like unconditional love. Unconditional gratitude is not needing to substantiate my gratitude. It is even through my pain, even through my loss, even through my confusion, even through my desire to move forward in a different direction, I choose to make gratitude the platform upon which my life is built. Mm, yes. Yes, yes. Without needing to substantiate it as here is the the source of my gratitude. The source right. of my gratitude is that I am alive. I yes. am alive and it is a miracle that I am alive and I am given a life path that is right. that is my gift yes. with all of the ups and downs that it entails. Yes, yes. And when we look at life through that lens, it greatly changes the human experience. It has transformed my life. I will tell you that. Not let alone the, the lives that I transformed through my spiritual psychotherapy. My personal life has been transformed by adopting this perspective of gratitude. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And sometimes life is so hard that we've got to just, you know, it's the smallest things, you know. Um, I remember I had COVID and I was just wiped. I mean, I was very, very, very sick and wiped out. And somebody said to me, what is working in your body? There's a lot that's not working in your body right now. A lot. What is working in your body? You know, and, and when we just break it down to the small things, it's like, yes, I was suffering physically, but there was also a lot working still in my body because I was still alive. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, you know, that is that is such a beautiful segue back to your question of what what can our beautiful listeners do right now 
regardless, you know, I, I'm, I'm sort of giving an aspirational portrait of what unconditional gratitude can look like. But right now, what is working in your life? Yes. Right now, what can you see that you can be grateful for? Right. Is something that every one of us can do, regardless yes. of what is going wrong. Everything that is going right, everything that is working, is something we can step into gratitude for. Yes. 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 And the more we do, I think the more we're connected, the more we are connected to the messages around us. Well, now we're circling back to the whole point. And that was how can people take steps in the direction of tuning into the guidance available for, to them? Yes. It is all about our vibration. I mean, that's, that's really at the, at the heart of the book that I wrote, A Path of Oneness, is that yes. everything is energy and everything comes down to vibration. The more we step into gratitude, the more we step into forgiveness, the more we step into surrender, the more we step into oneness, most of all, the, the higher our vibration goes and the more open and receptive we become to these messages of guidance and love that are our birthright. Right, right. Yes, yes, yes. Beautiful. And so this is all laid out in your book, this powerful, powerful yeah. book that was just channeled and came through you. And so where can our audience find your book? Because I do believe this is a read for everybody. Oh, I love that. Uh, it's available on Amazon and at Barnes and Noble. Oh, great. Great. And great, it's, great. it's a, a path of oneness. Yes. Yes. A path of oneness. Yes. And I have that on the screen. Oh, a path. I have the path of oneness. Sorry about that. There's a little no, typo. Okay. A path of oneness. Um, yes. And so the, I have full body chills just talking to you about all of this because it's just so powerful. And this book had, could not have come into my life at a better time. This is a great time. You know, books like this, you can revisit over and over. There are these classics that depending on where you are in your life, it hits you in a different way. And so we met a couple months ago and I'm going, wow, this is a good time to come back and revisit this right now. I love that. Yeah. I love the alignment in, in this discussion. It just, yeah. I, I hope, I hope that our listeners can feel, can feel it. The yes. alignment that's possible when, when you walk on your path and the serendipity of meeting people who are vibrating in the same place as you are, are drawn, are drawn to your path. It's, it's incredible. It's incredible. And that's it, right? When you say it's all about vibration, as you start, Start, you know, tapping into your own vibration and learning what that is and working with that vibration, you meet the right people on the path. You come across people just on Instagram. You connect with the people in these moments where you go, oh my gosh, we're speaking the same language. Our souls are cut from the same cloth. I mean, the possibilities are just endless when we start living from a place where we're conscious about our vibrational frequency. So beautifully said. I echo yeah. that. Yes. Ah, Ellen, it's just such a joy to have you here today. And it's such a gift for me and a gift for all of our listeners. Is there anything you want to leave them with? Any last parting thought or anything that comes up? I, I mean, I could talk to you for hours more. Like I'm like 30 minutes, that's not, that's not a lot of time for just this huge topic. And we'll have to come back and do it again, you know, and do... Um, because there's just so much to it. 
You know, I think there are so many messages that could come through, but I think that the number one message that that I need to hear again and again and that I want to share with our listeners is of love. You know, regardless of what your programming from childhood taught you, regardless of what any religion taught you, love is the only truth that really matters. Love is universally yours and our source loves us. And there is a relationship with source. There is a relationship with that which is unseen available to every one of us. And love is the basis for it. Beautiful, 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 beautiful. That is so powerful. What a great note to end on. Ellen, I believe that you are the wave of the future. I mean, you are. I think in 100 years, 200 years, we are going to have therapists who are that tapped in to the realms beyond us. And that's what's going to guide our healing. I mean, you, you enduring virtue, you're the only two people I've heard of, but you all are the path to our future of healing. I deeply, deeply believe that. I love it. I love it. May it be true. Yes. I, yes. And I think we'll all profoundly heal more when it is true. Aho. Uh -huh. Thank you for being here today. What a gift. Thank, Thank you, you so much, Kara. All right. Goodbye. Bye.